The number you have dialed has been changed. Uh, <clears throat> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bad With Names. I'm your host, Don Will. And right now, I am sitting in a hotel room in Colorado Springs. But when you hear this, I think I'll be in Boise, Idaho. Is that where the Boise is? I don't know. I don't want to look at my schedule. And I'm just going to kick a fake freestyle flow. Jokes. Um, yeah. Show's been kind of offline for a little while. Because I've been offline and I've not really had the chance to record, upload, edit, or live a normal life. The life of a touring artist is far from normal. But... I did cobble together this quick update uh, detailing our experience at South by Southwest. It's kind of different than your usual South. South. It's kind of different than your normal Bad with Names episode because I recorded part of it thinking I was going to record throughout the day. I recorded an interview with Von P the day before. I recorded the part that I was going to record throughout the day. And I ended up recording two chunks of things and never revisiting because I was so busy being immersed in the festival and immersed in living life and just getting the most of my experience at South by Southwest. That doesn't mean this isn't an interesting episode. It just means that it's interesting, air quote, interesting. <laughs> but also apologies about the quality. Um, I'm using my headphone mic and these are some shitty headphones and the mic is kind of shitty. We'll get back to the quality, man. That's another reason why I didn't really want to do it so much from the road is because I can't really control the quality. But, you know, I miss you guys. I miss you a lot. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully you miss me too. And hopefully, if you're in Brooklyn, you're still hitting up that pizza party because it's going down. DJ Ill Digits, Digits just spun it. Taylor Naomi is spinning it. Tap 10 will spin it, and then I will come back, and we will have a blowout, knockdown, dragout, pizza motherfucking party jam sesh. Get into it. I'm sorry about all the sniffles and shit, man. I'm just hella congested. No, actually, I'm just really sad. I'm sad that I don't get to hang out with you guys as much. Tour is tearing us apart, man. I'm actually recording this while uh, my roommates are at the gym, so I don't seem crazy. It's hard to record your thoughts when other people are around you. You know what I'm saying? Kind of need to be alone. But without further ado, here comes a fake intro, because I already did the intro. But here comes another intro for the show. Bad with names, South by Southwest, me on the porch. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bad With Names. I'm your host, Don Will, and I am currently on a porch at a house in Austin, Texas, ending South by Southwest. It won't end until Monday when we go to Houston, but I just swatted at a mosquito in real time. But it effectively ends today. There's nothing left for me to do. Yo, bugs kind of freak me out, G. I swear they do. Don't like them, don't like them, don't like them. But uh, today is the last day. Yeah, for us, we're going to go hang out at my favorite thing to do in Austin, the Peterman Barbecue, where you go, perform a little bit, hang out with the homies. It's a really low-key, chill 
environment, it kind of makes the whole trip worth it. Not saying South by South isn't South by Southwest isn't worth it, but just saying that you're not gonna break. You're not gonna come out here as a new band and find that one shot career changing moment. Maybe you will, but it's like the law of probability or some shit. I don't know if that's the right term, but it, it may happen to some, but it won't happen to you. We have been here and worked out a few things though. Like one time we came and found a manager. Shout out to Alex Domashek. Um, one time we played a billboard show and our name was on the cover of billboard magazine. But again, that wasn't a breaking moment. That was just a moment. You know, you kind of got to use these things as more or less like momentum builders or momentum continuers. You know, like if you got a tour going and you stop through, let it be a stop, put it on your dates, keep going. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But our shows were good. I enjoyed them. I know me and Vaughn did a recap that you'll hear in a minute, but it was 15 minutes long. And that's not long enough to consider anything a podcast. So I'm just going to try to podcast throughout the day. I'm going to, like, stop and take little breaks and tell you what's going on. What is going on? I don't know, man. Just sit on the porch with a tour dog, Jack tour is going pretty good and as you can tell from my voice i've been doing my best to rock the crowds um honest assessment of my show of our show i'm sorry honest assessment of our show i like it we're at a really good place when me and vaughn get in a rhythm when we get two three shows in something magical happens and these next we have like four we have like 10 shows left i guess maybe 12 these next few shows are going to be flat out in fuego. They're going to be pretty hot. Because, again, we're at, that, we're at that magic point in our performance on tour where we just know each other's cues. We can just look at each other's. It's not like a... Like, like if we had to rehearse, if we could rehearse for like a week and a half before a tour every day, we, we may get to this level. You know what I'm saying? But you can only like achieve this, unlock this level, really. You can unlock this swag if you're... Um, if you're um, on the road and reacting to real-time situations and stuff of the like. All right, so this is the part where we take a quick break from me talking. So listen to me talking. And up next, got a little quick interview with Von P where we talk about South by Southwest and our experience thus far and the tour thus far. Um, and then after that, We'll get back to my personal South by Southwest recap and my general ruminations on the event. So, let's get into that right now. We at South by Southwest. We bought a Booker T. Washington Terraces in Austin. We're waiting for the bus. We're going to La Barbecue DJ Low Key's gig for the day. And by the time you hear this, it's too late, like Drake said. Right, right. How you how you feeling about South by Southwest this year? I'm kind of uh, it's cool. I don't feel like it hasn't had an event. It hasn't had that thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I I don't I, I just regret um not catching any any headliners necessarily. I saw Ray Schremer. <laughs> I saw them last night, and you know they were dope. Yeah, it, that was a fun show. But I'm looking for like people I 
really, really messed with. Like, I missed Ghost and Raekwon basically three times in the same night <clears throat> last night. No, two nights ago. And I'm, I'm going to probably just try to go near the Fader Fort and just hold out and see just so I can see you, it's gonna Kanye be, or something, you know? It's going to be Yeezy season. Truck out of pad. I guarantee you by the I guarantee you by the time this joint drop, Yeezy will have all the headlines. Yeah, so you know I'm gonna go catch that so I can be like be a, be in the scene, <laughs> get my scene on. Yeah, I wanted to check out Corrupt and E40, but I didn't get to see that. But I did see I saw race race swimmer instead. But I did get to see Homeboy Sandman and Tuxedo. I, I'm. I'm, I'm happy I got to see Tuxedo because they came to New York and I missed them. I, that was dope. I didn't catch the whole Tuxedo. It was too much cigarette smoke in that joint, man. I, I had to walk away. Like, my mouth, after a while, it, it felt like I was smoking a cigarette. I could, like, taste the shit. So, I, unfortunately, I didn't get to in, enjoy Tuxedo. But, yo. But yeah, man. <laughs> how you feeling about the tour so far? Are you, are you as homesick and road-worn as me? <laughs> I'm out of pra I'm out of shape, man. I'm out of road shape. <laughs> I'm out of shape. Bro, I have, I I've been, no my thing is, I've been like just trying to mentally prepare, cause I know, like in my case, I know I might as well not even get homesick, cause I'm gonna be really fucked up when I go really far from home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So uh, me, I'm just, I'm not even thinking like. You know, you know how when you on the long road trip, speaking of being on tour, and that last half hour is like, fuck, fuck, let's go. Yeah, yeah. I'm still on like the first hour. So, in, in May, I'm hoping that I don't really get homesick until like May. Yeah, I got too used to being stationary, I think. So, now like, I like traveling, I like the road trip, but I feel like waking up and not being able to have my little routine, whatever they are, my, my routines, it's kind of fucking with me. Yeah. But I know that by the time I get back to Brooklyn, I'm going to be like, ah, man, I want to get back on tour. That's another thing, since I, I'm never, I'm always back and forth, Maryland, New York, Maryland, New York. So I think that's another reason. I don't even have a routine. <laughs> True. I, I need one, but I, I don't even know what it's like to sit down somewhere. So I, I think that's helping me, too, in, in this case, you know? No, nah, but it's cool, though. Like, we, uh, so we went to Santa Fe. We went to. What was the? All right, can we can we quick recap an early one? We can. We when the bus comes, we'll just it'll just be like a natural break. Yeah, we got yeah we got time. The bus ain't coming for like five minutes. Um, you, that, I mean the tour bus. <laughs> nah. Holler! <laughs> Shout out to Wale at Torchies last night with a big ass bus to, <laughs> bus the size of a strip mall and shit. Yeah. Um. So, in your opinion, what has been the most fun city to be in? What's been the most fun show, and who has taken care of us the most, I guess, because we've been taking care of everywhere. Like, it's been a lot of dope hospitality, cool-ass promoters, so that's the hard one. So, in your opinion, those it, three questions. In terms of getting taken, I really like the, uh, what was the joint we did that was at the Haphazard Hall? Haphazard. Las Cruces. I like... I like Las Cruces. I like I kind of liked, like the spot we stayed at. Oh yeah. But Santa Fe definitely had some of the like, the food was great. The food was crazy. Yeah, that food was delicious. The food was crazy. Um, show wise though, 
Man, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to remember where we even went. The dopest show, and I think. How do I never remember the cities? <laughs> In terms of like the reaction, the, all the reactions have been pretty good, honestly. No, the responses have been crazy. But, uh, not, 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 Tucson was dope, but not Tucson. Um, Santa Fe, I think. The crowd was just like super hype in Santa Fe. Yeah, yeah. And, Santa uh, Fe was a good was a good one. I enjoyed that that damn that damn barbecue in Tucson. Oh God! Shout out to Pike. That uh that barbecue was, was incredible. Tucson <laughs> Tucson was dope. Tucson was really fucking dope. Like that was honestly Tucson was probably my favorite show, but it, it, because it felt like an art show, it just felt like it was part of an art installation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was like the spot. It's like an old house. At like, well, an artist lives there. He just converts it to like a performance space. And it, it just like, they had like little merch tables set up outside and shit. And then you go inside and it's like you're in a gutted out living room. And then like dude was building a huge MPC, but he didn't build it in time yeah, for the show. He, right. was, he was making like an MPC, like a, four, a five foot tall MPC that you could actually trigger with a pad. So it was crazy over there. But Tucson definitely. Um, Tucson might have been... The, the city I had the most fun in too so far. I mean, I'm having a good time in Austin, but Austin will wear you out, especially Austin. I mean this time this time of year. Austin will wear your ass out. Will wear you the fuck out if my voice is worn out. Yo, I, shout out to Alex Dimashek. We saw our ex manager last night, and his voice like he sound like Macy Gray right now. Like his shit. <laughs> He's like, yo, what up, yo? I'm yeah. like, yo, what happened to your voice? He's like. Yo, it was the, the house party was last night. Like, his shit sounded shot. Yeah, I, talk, I talked to him on the phone. I had no idea it was him. Yeah. Until I, I like, was like, who is this? Yeah, but man. house, yeah, like, house party was, it's better okay. in New York. You had, what, what party had the kangaroo? You got to tell him about the kangaroo. Oh, yeah, so I went to the Smokers Club joint where um, Dipset performed and uh, Joy Badass, Static Selector. Mick Jenkins was there. B.I.C., bitches is crazy. I got to see them finally pouring out Hennessy on stage. Shouts to them niggas. Pete, Ills. Uh, like, so we get there, and we heard it was going to be a kangaroo. Like, a kangaroo and, like, a ferret or some shit. But we get there, and we late, and we missed it. But everybody has footage of this random-ass kangaroo jumping around the house in a T-shirt, <laughs> looking mad, like, like, why the fuck am I here? I'm about to fuck a nigga up pissed there was a ferret static selector was holding a ferret like dr evil and shit <laughs> i didn't smoke i got offered weed several times but i did not smoke shout out to hustle simmons he was over there nazario was there shout out to rapper chicks they had um easter baskets with magical treats in them song fluffy angela they they were that was dope that was a dope show too the dive well, yeah, well yeah they killed that shit speak, they killed that south shit. by southwest the dive bar was probably like one of my favorite shows to perform, you know what I'm saying? So far, we we only did we only got three. Yeah. So the one with Mike, well, they, the, all of them has been yeah, dope. Yeah, every show's been crazy actually. Like the shows we've yeah. done, everybody's been like a, a cool ass bill. Like you know, sometimes it'll be like people that don't fit on the bill, and like who is this asshole? <laughs> yeah, the, the bills have been dope. You know, Mike. Uh, the first showcase felt like home because it was like Mike, out of sight. Uh, fucking Six was there. Concept and Jay. Concept and Jay was there. And then uh, fucking Desus and Miro was there. Hannibal. It just felt like being in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
<laughs> and then the rapper chick show felt like well not rapper chicks the I forget what the, the name of the showcase was but uh, the scratch vinyl showcase that we did at the dive bar that shit felt like a tour you know what I'm saying that felt like okay we on the road Mega Ran was there yeah he, his shit was awesome he sang an auto tune <laughs> but yeah we've been kind of tearing the shows down man and now. We get we getting our we getting our uh, we got our practice in before South by Southwest and now it's gonna be what a, a fourteen show run, twelve uh, show. Don't, don't, I don't want to talk about 12 it. Twelve show. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's gonna be a lot of shows every day and a lot of driving every day. Other people are going home, but um yeah we we still we we still thugging it out. Yeah. Right now I'm about to go get some damn tea, a motherfucking apple. I want coffee. I G. don't know, but I I ain't eating no damn. Brisket and beer yet. I mean, I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat. And I'm you, pretty sure I'm going to have more beer and shit. Yeah, you've been starting off the day with a beer, yeah. pretty much, religiously. But, Breakfast beer has been, been on the menu. But I've been having tea instead. I've been, you know, I've been drinking tea. I haven't had, like, I haven't had a lot of water because you, you ask people for water out here. They, they don't water. have water. They'd be like, what's water? What's that? They will, they will give you ice and tell you to go let it melt. Maybe, but they won't give you, they don't have water here. It's like idiocracy, like when they was putting Gatorade on the plants. Yeah. <laughs> it's like water that has electrolytes. Just drink this beer. Yo. So I, I'm going to go find some water. And there was one person you giving know? out hummus and pita chips. Yeah, that shit was good. It was really delicious. Yeah, man. But yeah, I don't, uh. The bus is late. I don't really know about today. I'm just going to chill. We got our little show. I'm go um try to find get up with uh, going radio, try to go True. do that. I don't know what time, but yeah, he, that out. is that just you or he wanted both of us? Both of us. Okay. Yeah, um, that'd be dope. What the hell is the bus? I'm down with that. And uh yeah, that's it. I I don't know what's cracking other than that. But by the time you hear this, you'll know if we saw Kanye or Drake or Ghostface or yeah whoever. We'll see. It, it, the podcast will be back. It's regularly scheduled very soon. I had to take a little bit of time off because I've been sitting in a van with low internet connectivity, and I didn't want to like bite off more than I could chew. You know what I'm saying? No, but we should do a podcast with Reagan when we get the part. Oh, that's definitely going down. Like, like there, are, I have a couple podcasts. No, no interview, just shooting the shit and being awesome. There's no interview. It's just gonna be. It's just gonna be us being us. Uh. But yeah, the bus. The bus is coming right now, and we're gonna go get on this bus, this tour bus. Wale's pulling up to pick us up. Yo, uh, finally. I need that honey ginger. I don't think it's like a Korean grocery store. Like you know, you go in the Asian grocery store, they got the the tea that just tastes like you biting a a piece of ginger. I need that right now. Man, you still recording? Yeah, I'm I'm recording. Yeah, man. Well, I'm going to go get that. Try to be healthy and shit. Shout out to Homeboy Sam, man. He said eat healthy. Remember Homeboy Sam, man, was walking around with a head of broccoli that one time at South by? Exactly. <laughs> he had the right idea. All right, so uh, we'll be back in a minute somewhere else in Austin. Nope. Actually, somewhere in Colorado. And for the sake of continuity, I had to take a break. Put some little music to let you know this is editing happening right here. And now we're going to get back to my conversation with you guys on the porch, detailing 
South by Southwest and my experience and some other stuff. I didn't really get to listen to it. I'm just kind of putting this shit up. Back to the show. Uh, yeah. It's super early in the morning, man. But no, it's not. It's 11. It's Sunday 11, at 11. And I'm not used to partying this hard every day. So the wear and tear is kind of getting to me. My old bones are creaking. And I really just want to sit down. But what am I talking about? I am sitting down. I'll be sitting down all day. South by Southwest is over. Party done. I'm going to cut these wristbands off. Take these shackles off my feet. Oh. Got some new shoes. I'll stop by the vans. Let's, okay, this is what I'll do. Since you guys probably don't get artist bands, I'll just break down to you what the benefit of this artist band that I paid for at South by Southwest to have and hold was. It would get me into shows. Like, basically shows that you need to RSVP for or pay entry to. I could just get in there. But I can't just walk in. Got to wait online like every fucking body else, which is cool. If you had a badge, you would have to still wait online. But you would get in with the badge. The band, you know, you slide in. You're like low, you're like priority but low priority. Sip this coffee. Hold up. I'm in a rocking chair. That's happening right now, and I'm rocking. But... Um, you know, stop by the Spotify house. Oh, no, the bands. Uh, the bands get you into, like, certain things. So we, <laughs> we finagled our way into the house of vans where they were giving out shoes and socks, chapstick and toothbrush, wonderful barbecue provided by a place named Frank's, drinks, uh, bacon cookies, yep. Um, and PBR bags. The bands also get you the fantastic South by Southwest book bags, but the bands don't get you the book bag. Your parking pass gets you the book bag, which is something that Jansport has done over the years. I don't know why they do it this way, but if you get the wristband, the artist band, or you get you when you go to registration, pick up your shit. If you don't have a parking pass, you don't get a book bag. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, we had to... We didn't have a parking pass because, well, we had a parking pass. The guy we were with had one. But we had to, like, use his parking pass. We had to, like, hook up with him, use his parking pass, and grab some book bags. And, again, like, the book bag is just a fucking book bag. There's not anything cool in there except for space and straps to hold the shit that you get walking around South by Southwest. But, you know, I'm not going to do a product review of the book bag, but this year's book bag was much better than last year's book bag. It has... Added pocketage, added holdage, storage space. There it is, storage space. It's a pretty cool book bag, though. Um, I like them a lot. I like them a lot. And I got two of them this year because after we we stumbled upon another thing, it was this eggs and kegs thing. It was like this free breakfast brunch thing for artists. You go in there, and upstairs is a gifting suite. It's LRG, Jansport. Some uh, drumhead manufacturer, uh, Polk Audio, somebody else. But you go up there, Polk Audio is like, hey, want a speaker? Tweet about us. I tweeted about them. They gave me this cool-ass Wi-Fi speaker. And then there's like a table, a shit ton of the Jansport book bags that nobody wanted 
So they just put them over there. So cats were using the jam sports to stash the, the goodies. So I'm walking around with two book bags. It's fucking craziness. But, you know, I had to get another one because I really like the quality of the book bags this year. Plus, you never know when you might need another book bag. I usually use the book bags for storage in my apartment. I just put things in bags and put them in the closet. And I have a bag and I know what's in that bag. And that's like my whatever bag. But... Yeah, so I got two book bags this year, which is kind of cool. And I had the opportunity to make some money from one of my book bags because at the showcase we were supposed to do last night, more on that later, at the showcase we were supposed to do, a dude was there, like, a, this is a Texas dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, fly fucking Jordan's Indian brand. Like he, was, he, was, he was dressed like he was going to, like, some shit. Walks up, like, what's in that bag, man? No, he said, you want that bag? I buy from you. I'm like, I need it. I had some shit in there. He's like, sixty dollars. I give you sixty. I'm like, I don't need sixty dollars as much as I need this bag. He's like, he just keeps looking. He's just like, hundred. What about hundred? I'm like, dude, I, I literally have things that I'm carrying in my bag. I can't give it to you. And he's looking at me like, not even for a hundred. And I'm just like, dude, well, who, who the fuck are you? I like, go away. No, but I really, really wish I had my second bag because. Not only would I have made $100, but I would have given this thugged out Texas, not thugged out, I, that's, he's not thugged out, this dude who clearly put energy and effort into coordinating his outfit, a neon yellow book bag. It would have been amazing to see him walking around like that. <laughs> that's just my weird sense of humor, though. But El Perez actually ended up selling his bag to him because LA niggas get the money. You know what I'm saying? I needed the space. Brooklyn niggas need the space. L.A. niggas need the money. We all need the money. Shout out to Sean and L. Perez. And actually, shout out to all my friends here who I should have interviewed for this podcast. But, man, listen. Man, listen. Man, listen. When your battery hovers at 20% all day and there's not an outlet you can sit at for longer than 15 minutes, you want to keep that phone usage to a minimum. You know what I'm saying? You really want to make sure that your phone is, I mean, you want to make sure that your phone is somewhat charged, but you can't really use it. Like, I couldn't, like, look up directions to a show because the networks are all jammed. I could text, which this year was a huge improvement because, I'm sorry if I'm talking really close to the mic. This might be loud, but I'm sorry. But, yeah. Like, usually you can't do anything. You can't text. Definitely can't check Wi-Fi. This year, shout out to T-Mobile. I could at least text. Because when I had Virgin last year, couldn't do a damn thing. Shit was fucked. So, yeah, this year was cool, though, man. Uh, what other free shit did I get? I'm looking at my arm. Looking at Look at wrist. Look at wrist. But, yeah, man, it was some cool, like... Spotify House was all right. Spotify had, okay, so there was Spotify House, Fader Fort, Hype Hotel, with the three, like, houses to go to. Like, when I say houses, like, it's, they're, they're, for those of you that haven't been, there are these day parties that happen. And there are lineups and performers. And it's like where you're supposed to go. Like, everybody usually goes to Fader Fort and hangs out and waits for something to do. That's where you meet up at. But this year, Fader Fort decided to go invite only. 
and they were just like, yeah, man, you can't get in, blah, 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 blah. We got best, we got our wristbands. But even with wristbands, you have to wait in this fucking line. It's dumb. But it's fader for it. The homies are usually in there. The, I know the staff, the New York staff that comes down. The lineup is usually the best of any of the day parties. And the drinks are usually cool. And it is fader and converse, so you never know what could happen. Like, they're usually just doing some cool random shit. This year, Hype Hotel kind of in my opinion, upstage them a little bit on just, like, the quality. Because the Fader Ford is just jam-packed. The lineup is crazy, but it's jam-packed full of people. The lines for drinks are long. The drinks are one thing. You just get a jack or whatever they give you. Hype Hotel had, like, a, a really nice open bar, a really nice cool space. They were directly across the street. The line was typically moving really fast to get in. Fader Ford was on that. You can't come in. Hype Hotel was just like, nigga, get in here. We need you. I don't even know who threw Hype Hotel. I have to look at one of these wristbands. And then Spotify House, which by far was the 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 least. Let me keep it. Okay, I'm keeping keep it 100. It still was free drinks and some free food and just free shit. It was cool. But of the three day parties that were in proximity to one another, Spotify House lost. They lost. They definitely, for an, I pay a subscription to Spotify. These motherfuckers, I don't know what they're doing with my money, but they're not making cool experiences in South by Southwest. They didn't have a cool line. Well, no, one day they did have a cool lineup with SZA and Wale and all those cats were there, but we couldn't make it to that for some reason, and I don't remember why. The only reason I wanted to go was to see Bay Bro, SZA, Bay Bro, the guy. My homie Bay Bro, if you have Rubber Souls, there's a song named after him. He he drums for SZA, music director for some people. He performed, and I wanted to go check him out with her. Didn't get a chance to make it as we walked up. We heard SZA saying, SZA saying, shout out to Paul, blah, 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 blah. We're like, okay, we got to go. So we rolled out. and But, yeah, man, spot up a house. They just, it just wasn't. It just wasn't, man. You know what I'm saying? They had some strong-ass Wi-Fi game, though. I will say that. The Wi-Fi Spotify house was on fleek. Hella fleeked out. Speaking of fleek, on Blue Waffles, when it says freak the funk and we perform it live, I'm saying fleek the fuck. And nobody hears it or catches it. And that's cool. But it's a fun little thing for me to do. Um... <laughs> Uh, I'm all congested and shit because we had dogs every place we stayed. The, the life of a touring musician, independent touring musician without a budget, but with a booking agent, we end up in cities. And we usually stay with promoters because the hospitality is crazy and it's cheaper on them. And it's sometimes better for us. Sometimes. But every place we stayed, they're like, people be having motherfucking animals, yo. And this is the first time in my life that I've realized how much personality animals have. Like, seriously, I've never paid attention to it. Like, I sometimes pay attention to it, but I don't, like, I have other shit distracting me. I can't, like, just stare at a dog for 30 minutes. But I've been able to really, like, I, can, I don't connect with animals like that. But, like, look at them and watch them. Dogs are like people, yo. They are. And it started, I realized that when we were in Los Angeles, staying with my friend Jessica, 
She has a pit bull. I've been terrified of pit bulls my whole life. She has a huge pit bull. Sweetest, kindest, beautifulest dog I've ever seen. Like, it's a wonderful dog. But the dog would just get so hype and so happy. And, like, I guess I was just scared of, like, the the dog's stature and posture and just the demeanor of what a pit bull represented. But, like, you would look her in the eyes, man. It was like, there's a person in there. And actually, I think this revelation comes from watching the movie Tusk, where the dude is in the suit, and he has like a human face, but just the body. I think that's what made me fully realize that animals have personalities, animals have like moods, like animals are people, you know what I'm saying? They're not people, and you know what the fuck I'm trying to say. And I should probably take a break now, but... I'm scared to cut the mic off because I'm scared I won't know when I'm cutting it back on again. And I need to podcast. I'm sorry. Sorry that I left you guys for the past two weeks. But it's just been crazy, man. And, like, I've barely had enough time to email or enough time to... Fuck time. I've barely had enough Wi-Fi to do these things. So... Uploading a podcast because the way that I'm doing this, um, I'm doing it with my phone, and then I have to upload this to Dropbox and take it out of Dropbox and put it on my computer, then edit it and do all my editing stuff. But if the uploading process to Dropbox is one thing in itself, <clears throat> and if I can't connect to the internet, I can't get it off my phone. Furthermore, if I can't get it off my, if I can't connect to the internet, I can't upload it once it's edited. You see where I'm, you see where I'm going here. But hopefully, no, not hopefully, because where we're standing has great Wi-Fi. This will be up Monday morning, or maybe tonight. No, Monday morning. Before we go to Houston, there'll be a new episode. And you guys will be happy. And I'll try to grab some more interviews. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of a way to really podcast the the tour in a cool way that you guys will want to listen to. You know, not just grab somebody do an interview real quick, but, you know give you an inside peek at what it's like to travel from city to city in the capacity that we do. You know, a lot of times people are like, oh, man, tour bus, or oh, man, van, or oh, man, hotels, groupies, after parties, crazy, blah, blah, blah. No, it's a rental car, a promoter's house, and an early call time because you have to wake up and drive, if you know what I'm talking about. So it's an interesting experience, and it's kind of hard to – not be fully immersed in it without compromising. It's hard to not be fully immersed in it because, you know what I'm saying, like you're going to compromise some things. Like I usually stop my freelance writing stuff when I'm on the road. I just don't do it. I usually just tell the people, my clients, like, yeah, I can't. I can't do it. Like, I'm, I'm either in a car or at sound check or walking around the city or trying to find a hotel bathroom to use because you don't want to use these rest stop bathrooms, if you know what I mean, number two, number two. But it's a million and one things, and the mechanics of it, once you get it down to, like, a a routine, then you can throw other things in. And I feel like after about a week and a half, two weeks of this, I've found a routine. And I'll be able to... <clears throat> continue our regularly scheduled program that I'm so thankful that you guys are interested in. And don't think that, you know, I've been taking this break, slacking off, not thinking about the podcast. It's all this on my mind because it's been half of a year. You know what I'm saying? 
not half of a year, but it's been a pretty long time that I've been doing it. And it's very much a part of my daily routine. The same as pizza party, which I'm going to miss tonight. Fuck. Just realized that makes me sad. I'll maybe Instagram or tweet about it. DJ Ill Digits is going tonight, I believe. Cooley High Fam. Um, yeah, he is going tonight. Whatever. I think so. Either him or Taylor, Taylor Naomi. The other homie. And Tapper's going to spend one night. And then when I come back, we're going to have an epic pizza blowout because it'll be warm. And the pizza will be hot and the jams will be sizzling. That's why I do the freelance writing because they pay me bucks to say shit like that. We'll write shit like that. But yo, I know it's snowing in New York. It's not snowing here. I'm on a porch in a rocking chair with basketball shorts and a t-shirt, drinking some coffee that I've neglected and it's probably cold now. And looking at a blue sky dotted with white fluffy clouds. It's pretty amazing right now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Um oh. So maybe I shouldn't talk about this. I could I guess I could always edit it out with 20 minute mark. I could edit this out. I could edit this out. Wait. <clears throat> All right, so we were supposed to do a show last night. We were doing the Solution Rap Fam, Rap Fan, La Barbecue Showcase. We get there maybe noonish, oneish. There would been there have been some scheduling complications with the show. Uh, our DJ had to push the lineup. Was uh, the show was originally scheduled to end at, at midnight? DJ had to push the show. Push the whole line up, up, because the show had to end at 8 because of noise ordinances and l- the um, proximity to, like, residential area, whatever. It was cool, though. La Barbecue's really dope. The food is amazing. If you know anything about Texas barbecue, if you like barbecue in general, man, motherfucking listen. Me and Fashion had to share a tray. And, like, homie had never had it. I had it before. He picked it up. Like, he picked up the brisket. Like, you can't even pick up a whole piece. It just falls the fuck apart. Yes, my nigga. Yes. You. But so fucking good. So the food was amazing. Hospitality was great. Free beer. It was cool. It started to get rained out a little bit, but the rain didn't stop shit. We still came out and party. You know what I'm saying? I showed gratitude to both the venue owner and low-key for throwing such an amazing event. So this is not necessarily a reflection on either of those two people. But the showtimes got pushed. Everything got a little wonky. People were there waiting to see us for like three hours, two hours. And somewhere in the mix, we got cut from the set list. Yep. I mean, you know, like... It's South by Southwest. It's not a big deal. You're not getting paid for these shows. You paid to come do these shows, which is probably why I had a bug in my butt about it because I really didn't fucking want to come to South by Southwest. And I don't give a fuck about saying that. I really did not want to come here. I wasn't excited about it. I'm having a great time. I'm excited about being here now that I'm here. But leading up to it, it just, it's always been, it's a good experience. But on a certain level as an indie touring artist, you are not that far apart from the fans coming to watch the shows because 
you know, you're not here tearing this bitch up doing 10 shows, doing press, doing gifting suites. You're not doing anything except for doing your showcase, then walking to somewhere to get a free beer and watch somebody else perform. It's, it's boo-boo, you know what I'm saying? But so you can't really make an impact. And knowing that, knowing that we spent X amount of dollars to just exist at South by Southwest, it kind of upset me to know that I got cut from the set list of a show. And I've been kind of, you know, really calm and collected about other things that have been stressing me out in life. But I lost it. And <laughs> I, I kind of, you know, I didn't, I just was angry, man. I was just upset. And I, I kind of lost my temper a little bit. And I think I might have. No, I didn't say anything off to Loki. You know what I'm saying? I, me and Loki had shared some words about it. Well, I shared some words with him, and I apologized to him. I was a little upset just because I, I know he's, his name and logo was on the showcase, and I couldn't perform. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? You like the homie. It sucks. It just fucking sucks. And the police shut it down when Exile was. So the compromise was that we were supposed to do because our show got cut. Our, our We got cut in the lineup. The compromise was that Exile was going to let us get on stage and perform during his live production set. As soon as he started doing the set, police showed up and had to shut it down. My nigga. My nigga, my nigga, my nigga. I was having a fantastic fucking day. Rain, despite the rain, having a great day. That shit happened. Like, I really lost it. And I was... I just was like, fuck this shit, fuck everything, fuck all this shit. Me and Lucky talked afterwards, and he was just like, man, you know, I'm sorry. It's not really my fault. I know it's not his fault, man. Like, come on, man. That's my nigga. That's my dude. Like, we good. It's not like, you know what I'm saying, like, that moment defines the rest of our relationship. Or like, even he had control in that moment. That moment was a moment where if we had a handler or a manager or somebody tending to us, they would have been more conscious of saying, hey, the guys should have performed right after so-and-so. Let's get them in there somewhere. But we didn't. We had me, and we had Vaughn, and we had Loki, and we just were all hanging out. There was no, you know, I wasn't thinking about tending to that. I was thinking about eating barbecue and eating these garlic fries and drinking. And I was South by Southwesting. But so I uh, lost my temper a little bit. Got really in my feelings. Oh, shit, a cardinal, yo. There is a fucking cardinal like four feet away from me. You hear that? It's the little things. It's the little things. It's really fucking cool. But lost my temper. And I just wandered. Vaughn had to go do a guest verse on the... H-I-H-I-S-D or H-S-I-D-H-I-S-D set. And I just wandered off. Went to the IFC, IFC fairgrounds. Slammed two shots of tequila. Went from there to the fader. Well, tried to get a fader for it, and I couldn't. Travis Scott was the special guest, by the way. I think. Um, which, yeah. He's dope, but yeah. Whatever. Try to get in there and they weren't letting people in. And from there, I went to the Beat House showcase. Shout out to Fresh Daily. Really, really dope. Fucking was yanking. That shit was crazy. 
good times. Hung out with Norvis. Hung out with the whole Brooklyn crew, man. Like, I, I was really enjoying the fact that I would be at these events and there would be just a Brooklyn contingent or a New York contingent and it would just feel like home. Need that. But yeah, shout out to Fresh and Beat House and DJ Jester and um, Jordan Martins and, you know, like the whole crew. Pudge, Norvis. Just a really dope, dope, dope place to hang out and chill. Then the night just ended. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just one of them things where the night just creeps to a close and you start, you you, you look up and it's too late and you can't get a drink. Then you got to get home. This morning, the, tonight I did something spectacular. I mean, last night I did something spectacular in that I got a cup of coffee and sat it by my bed and went to sleep and woke up and guess what I had in the morning waiting for me? Coffee, because where we're staying, we're staying in the house of a person who doesn't drink coffee. And it's very wonderful here, but there's no coffee. But I had some this morning. It's not really a walking distance to any coffee shops or anything. It's really close to downtown, but it's close by car or bus. And, yeah. So, I think... I think I'm gonna go get showered up, start my day. Maybe upload some of this stuff while I have Wi Fi. But today is the Peterman barbecue, and we're all excited. Well, I'm excited about it. I gotta cut my toenails. Not now, but I gotta cut them. But yeah, I'm gonna um, go now. I'll check back in in a little while. Maybe at the Peterman barbecue, I'll grab somebody and have them holla at you, or maybe not, but I'm sorry it took me so long to record anything, it won't happen again, I'm lying, it will happen again, because you can't control the road, you can only control yourself, the road, it's another animal, and it changes your life, and it changes things about you, it's a drug, the number you, have dialed you can't help it. The new number is... Yo, so this hotel that I'm staying at right now in Colorado Springs, I won't shout off the name of the hotel. They have listed on their amenities continental breakfast. Said continental breakfast was a white paper bag with a frozen bottle of water, a Rice Krispie treat, fruit snacks, and a napkin. They didn't even try to, like, put a fucking banana. It's actually cheaper to put real fruit in a fucking bag. And the Rice Krispie Treat thing, I don't even fully understand it. I mean, I did joke on Twitter one day how eating Rice Krispie Treats and a bowl of Rice Krispies are kind of the same thing. I guess they read my tweet and took that shit to heart because, sure enough, there's a Rice Krispie Treat staring me in the face. But guess what? I did not eat that Rice Krispie Treat. It's still sitting there. I can't say I won't eat it, but I can say I did not eat it. Successful. Success. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, like I was saying, by the time you guys hear this, I believe I will be in Boise. I will be at the Crux in Boise, Idaho, or I'll be at the No in Portland, Oregon. I cannot fucking wait to get to Portland, Oregon. What up, Reagan? Man, I hate playing favorites, but I do have favorites. Portland, Oregon, Reagan. Voodoo Donuts. 
Malik. Second home. Third home. Third home. All right, guys. Um, Again, like I said, wait till I get back to Brooklyn. April, we'll be back. April. Look for me in April. I can't promise you the podcast will be cracking before April. I don't want to promise you. I just got to take off. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. I'm sorry. But when we come back, we'll come back bigger, better, stronger, deafer, blacker than ever. All right. Gonna go rap or something. I miss you guys so much.